0: I want you all to congratulate yourselves. We were positive. We put on a positive face two weeks ago. In, in uh, Two weeks ago, the Lions were, were picking first. Meaning they were the worst team in the NFL. And here we are a short two weeks later on a two-game winning streak against division rivals. We, we beat Aaron Rodgers, which was glorious. And Followed that up by traveling to Chicago and beating the Bears on the road, which was glorious as well. So I think you all deserve credit for, uh, you know, for uh, keeping your nose to the grindstone and putting together a great offensive plan and doing your job and, you know, blocking well and executing your assignment well and, um Doing a good job in coverage and rallying to the ball, pursuing, running, all that stuff, giving great effort. You guys, have we've been amazing the last two weeks. So, bravo to us on the two-week winning streak that the Lions have going. Um, all that is nonsense. I don't know why we're talking about that, but that's where we are. Um We are going to break down the Lions' Week 11 road matchup against the New York Giants. Um, I probably should have said this sooner. I am Scott Bischoff. I'm coming to you for Detroit Lions podcast. I probably should start this thing over, but I've done it three times already, and I'd like to not have to do it again. So stay tuned. It's coming at you right now. Lions fans. It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue. Faces turn red. And rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is The Detroit Lions Podcast. So the first thing we're going to talk about is something very important and and let's be serious for a moment. Um Chris at Detroit Lions Podcast does this awesome thing uh, for st Jude and if you're if you're unaware of what st Jude does look it up it's incredible um, the things that that children have to go through that it's just it's incredible so if it's in your heart um, please donate if you can um, you can donate directly at st forward slash DLP Detroit Lions Podcast. If you can't find the link directly there, you can go to Chris's uh, Twitter page. It's at DETLionsPodcast. Or you can go to mine. It's at Bischoff underscore Scott. And you can find the link at each one of those Twitter pages. And please donate if you can. It's important. It's it's important work. Um, It's a wonderful thing that Chris does. It is... Significantly more important than anything else that we're going to talk about. Um, It just is. um, Yeah. So, okay. Uh, So, if it's in your heart, donate if you can, please, and thank you. All right, we're on to week 11. Week 11, uh, traveling to New York to play the Giants is not a game that I expected. When I looked at the, the schedule months ago, I didn't think this was going to be Yeah, I mean, it's not like the Lions are a great team or any of that stuff. But I just didn't think that that the Giants would be doing what they're doing, um, which makes this a tough test. It just does. So, um, just like last last week's matchup, I, I didn't think, you know, I didn't know that either team was in a great position to. When, you know, uh, I did not think the Lions would beat the Bears on the road. I did not think the Lions, and if you listen to the preview, you know why. I didn't think they had they had a plan or the ability to stop Justin Fields running. Um, this feels like another one of those really tight games that's going to go down to the wire. And I think we're going to see a lot of these the rest of the way. So buckle up, because <laughs> the game, as as crazy as these games always are, they're going to continue to stay that way. Uh, the over on this game is forty six and a half, uh, so Vegas is projecting a bit of a lower scoring game. I could see a scenario. Now, I don't think it's as, as easy to see as as the games in the past have been. Um, I mean, that's one of the things that that it, you know if you're paying attention, uh, betting the over on any game the Lions are in is probably a good idea, and has been a good idea as long as as long as the the opposing pass rush isn't going to destroy Jared Goff. So last week was a game where I thought it could easily go over just cuz you know you could see Fields kind of doing what he did and the Lions having to respond and that kind of stuff. So um this doesn't feel as obvious uh as of an of an over, but I think you can get there. You can sneak you can get there in a sneaky way if let's say the Lions don't don't you know hem in Saquon Barkley and and he scores quick. Um you got to respond, you got to score, right? So, so I could see that this being a little, a little higher scoring than 46.5. The Giants are favored by three at home. Uh, the implied totals, Giants at 24.75, the Lions at 21.75. Okay, on to the offense. This is what, this is what each team is doing on offense uh, this year. Both teams are averaging 4.8 yards per carry uh, running the ball. That's tied for ninth in the NFL. Both teams have 11 rushing touchdowns total which is tied for fifth in the NFL. It's obvious these teams can run the ball. Now, we did talk last weekend It's something to remember that this is a season-long stat. The Lions have been nowhere near this good the last month or so. <clears throat> they were not great last week either uh, running the ball. I would tell you Chicago looks to be a pretty well-coached team. Um, they did some smart stuff to, to uh, prevent the Lions from... Getting into a flow, running the ball, a lot of that was sort of um, stemming and uh, and sort of collapsing their defensive tackles in inside, and I think that it made it hard for the guards to to pull and get out in front of the running backs. So it just was tough. It was a it just that was a tough game, uh, and the Lions did not run the ball well last week. So so we haven't you know the point is is that. I'm telling you they're they're tied for ninth, but if you look at, you know, trends over the past month, they're nowhere near that good. <clears throat> Passing the ball. The Lions are tied for eighth in the NFL, uh, 7.6 yards per attempt. The Giants are 6.7 yards per attempt, which is tied for 19th. The Lions have, th- Lions have thrown 15 touchdowns, tied for ninth in the NFL, and the Giants have only thrown eight, which is tied for 28th. So you can see the, you know, the split there. Um, although that doesn't necessarily, I mean, you know, you would hear that and you would say, Daniel Jones is probably not playing great, but he doesn't have weapons. Um, and there is something he's doing that he's playing really well. Um, yes, the fantasy production or the, you know, the the crazy production isn't there, but he's doing his job. Uh, we'll get into that <clears throat> on defense. Run defense. Um, The Lions are allowing 5.3 yards per carry, which is 30th in the NFL. The Giants are allowing 5.4 yards per carry, which is tied for last in the NFL with the Chargers. Which sounds crazy, because their defense is playing really good. Um, Rush defense, touchdowns, uh, surrendered. So the, the amount of touchdowns that they've given up. The Lions have given up 15, which is tied for 30th in the NFL. The Giants have only given up five which is third best in the NFL, tied for third best in the NFL. They've only given up five touchdowns on the ground. So you can see how the Giants seem to be playing low-scoring, grinded-out games. Um, passing, the Lions are get, are surrendering 7.8 yards per attempt, which is worse than the NFL. The Giants are giving up 6.5 yards per attempt, which is, is tied for 16th, so they're in the middle of the pack. Passing touchdowns allowed. Uh, Detroit's given up 15, which is tied for 23rd. The Giants have given up 10, which is tied for seventh. So, you know, um, we see a, a run defense that's that's giving up a, a pretty good chunk of yardage. But what I think what you're seeing with the Giants is a lot of bend but don't break stuff. Um, if we get into the sacks, uh, so the so the Lions have given up 15 sacks, which is fourth best in the NFL, which is great. Uh, The Giants have given up 28, which is 26th in the NFL. And then sacks generated, so the Lions defense has generated 15 sacks, which is tied for 29th. And the Giants have have, uh, registered 20 total sacks, which is tied for 21st. And then we get into interceptions. Um, Detroit has six. Obviously, they've picked that up. They have four over the last two games, which is tied for 12th. Uh, the Giants only have two, which is 31st in the NFL. And the interceptions thrown, the Lions have thrown seven, which is tied for 21st. And the Giants have only thrown three total. So, you know, you're looking at a, a team that's doing a really good job of taking care of the ball. And I think that's that's a lot of, of where this, this is going to go this week. Um, on offense. So... I don't really know what to make of what's happening with Deandre Swift I and I, it's not it's not really all that big of a deal. Um, I have never thought that he was a super effective between the tackles runner. Um, obviously you know it's easy to see where he is effective that's that's in space catching the ball but there are also things that you can see. And I'm sure um, the little bit of frustration that you could see in, in Deuce Daly in in the hard knocks episodes, um, you could see on display last week, especially being in the in Chicago and seeing some of it. There were opportunities for, for DeAndre Swift to make big plays a few times. Um, I want the first snap of the game was a really nice design play, but Goff just couldn't get him the ball that the, uh, the Bears defense batted the pass down. But then he, you know, he did catch a, a screen pass a, a little bit later in the game, and if he would have just stayed outside, they had it blocked up really nice, and he could have ran for a way a long ways. But he cut it back inside. It was really weird. Uh, I don't know what he was seeing to, to cut it back inside like the way he did. And it has nothing to do with his toughness or any of that stuff. Um, I mean, you're, you're going to hear that that he he doesn't play through being banged up and and that's true. I, I think there is an element of truth to that. But some of this some of um some of this is just missing maybe pressing a little bit and just missing uh running lengths to run to. So so big picture. I just don't know what to make of where he is. I know he's still banged up with the with the shoulder and the ankle. Um Jamal Williams is a tough runner, but we're seeing We're seeing the Lions sort of grind down um, their offense a touch. So, uh, I say that and I worry this week because of a player like Dexter Lawrence, who's a huge nose tackle, one technique, in the middle of the Giants defensive line. And he's just, he's a handful. He is a load. And Frank Ragnow is currently, uh, he's either limited in practice or isn't practicing. Um, I, I think he'll play because they not. They haven't moved Devin Brown to center during practice, and, and I don't know if that's a tell, but to me that's a bit of a tell that they expect Ragnar to play. Uh, but it doesn't matter who it's, who's going to play at center. They're going to have their hands full with Dexter Lawrence this week. He is both huge, strong, powerful, stout. He can two-gap, but um, he's also capable of penetrating and being disruptive, too. Um, both against the run and and as a you know you know pr- pressuring and squeezing against the pass. So the lines are going to have their hands full. And then when you look at that defensive line, we'll we'll just keep on we'll just go offense and then defense this week. So you have Dexter Lawrence in the middle. You have you have Leonard Williams who's playing um, like three tech tack defensive tackle. Um, you have Jihad Ward playing more five tech uh, like close defensive end kind of stuff. And then you have Kayvon Thibodeau, who's the rush end. So they're just kind of letting him, you know, just come off the edge. And I know that <clears throat> I know that Aiden Hutchinson and and, uh, and Thibodeau are going to have their careers linked together forever. Um, Hutchinson's been very good. Thibodeau's not. I mean, Thibodeau. I know he's not. He has one sack. I think he has one sack. Um, but he has been productive. It's he is he is making plays. He's. He's playing. He's playing his ass off. You know, um, he's an effective player. Uh, it's just going to take a little time, like it does for all these guys. But but this is a this is a really good defensive front. And yes, they're surrendering lots of yards. But when it gets to when everything gets con- condensed in the red zone, and there's not a lot of room to 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 play with. Um, the Giants are doing a real good job of stiffening and, and just beating it back. <coughs> Sorry. Um, just, you know, turning turning teams back and making them kick field goals. Um, you know, so, so on offense this week, um, it sounds like DJ Chark is practicing. It would be great to get him back. Uh, I don't expect him to be back just yet. But Josh Reynolds, it sounds as like it's as if he's practicing too. And these are important players. The Lions are Lions realistically last week got it done with with Amon Ra and and a bunch of tight ends catching passes. Um, you know, I mean, not a lot, but like the tight ends have scored a couple weeks in a row. Um, so they've really been they've really missed some of their weapons. It would be nice to have Reynolds and Chark back. I expect Reynolds to be back this week with Amon Ra. So. Um, it's almost an all hands on deck situation. If you're going to go, if you're going to travel to New York, you have to play a really good game of football. You have to play 60 minutes of football. <coughs> Sorry. Um, it's a tough test. The Giants are a good football team. They're playing really good football right now. So you need to be playing, you need to be playing efficiently uh, running the ball. And, and it's the same thing we've talked about, just putting yourself in good situations down and distance-wise. Um, but you also need to make plays throwing the ball, too, and capitalizing when you get into the run zone. If you can capitalize and put the ball in the end zone a few times instead of kicking field goals, you really turn things around. So um, that's kind of where it is. It's, uh, you know, I expect Raggedown to play. I, w- I would expect the running game to be a little bit suppressed this week because i think the guards are gonna have to double they're gonna have to help him um with dexter lawrence which means they may not you know things will be a little more difficult to run the ball they might be down a number um when it comes to you know running the ball you run to certain places on the field because you have numbers to do it and if and if in you know, theoretically, if 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 is capable of blocking Dexter Lawrence one on one, then it leaves another. It leaves one of the guards to get out into space, and to give you an extra number, uh, you know, an extra hat in the running game. But I don't know that that's a situation that's going to happen this week. I think they're going to have to help Ragnow. Uh, it's not a knock on Ragnow. Lawrence is just a huge dude who can play. So it's it's a little bit of recognizing that you can't ask you can't ask Ragnar to just hold up for 60 minutes one on one and then Leonard Williams is still a good player still a very disruptive player um so on offense that's kind of where it is is that you you just you need to put together a, a good plan and run the ball effectively uh i would i would suspect we'll see some trickery and some some interesting things to get them to the edges of that defensive line, and maybe not so much running between the tag between the guards. This week, um, we saw them uh, with a nice, uh, interesting play design to Amon Ra on on a bit of a jet sweep where he didn't he didn't take it all the way around the edge. He just kind of he took it in he took an inside handoff and folded in. Um, quick hitting play. I really like the design of that play. Um, so that's kind of where it is on offense. You, they're going to this is going to be a tough tough football game. This is big boy football. Um this game the game will be decided upon it's going to get decided based on which team is more efficient finishing drives, scoring points and and maximizing that. So when you get in the red zone, put the ball into the end zone, score 7 instead of taking if, taking field goals. Um, that's kind of where it is on offense. So so you want you want to see golf in rhythm and, and tempo. Um, this isn't a situation where he should feel super threatened, um, but I will tell you, watching the game um, in the stands last week, there wasn't. He he shouldn't have felt threatened multiple times in the game last week, and, and he and he did. Uh, some of the happy feet, some of the you know just unnecessary stuff and a little panicky at times um, I know the Giants have generated a little more uh, sack productivity than, than the Lions have but neither of neither of those teams have done it done it at a high level so I would think golf should be able to be a little bit comfortable this week um, <clears throat> and again it's going be it's going to come down to which team makes bigger plays. And which team scores more when they get into the red zone. I would expect both teams to get there. Um, on defense, Saquon Barkley is back. And, and if it shouldn't come as a surprise. He's been back all year. And I kind of thought, you know, coming into last season, I thought that he would struggle a little bit just because his cuts, um, the force that he puts into the ground to make cuts and move, it, it's violent. And, and he's big and he has a huge lower body and when you you know when you have to cut that hard to move um and you're coming off an ACL injury I just think it it's gonna take it's gonna take time and it's turned out that it did take time that it took him a little a little longer to recover from that and I think he would he would even admit to likely not feeling like himself last year he looks like the old saquon barkley this year he is very very dangerous um, it's going to be uh interesting to see how the lions try to prevent him from from running all over them uh, he's capable of creating he's capable of grinding out games um you know at 4 yards a pop but he's also capable of busting off big runs too so you know uh he worries me this week um Daniel Jones worries me as a runner this week. We've seen the Lions defense unable to contain running quarterbacks. Whether that's Jalen Hurts or Geno Smith or last week it's Justin Fields and this week it's Daniel Jones and Daniel Jones Daniel Jones is dangerous as a runner. He's a very athletic football player. Um So so you have a dual threat quarterback who's doing a great job of staying within the designs of his offense. He's thrown for Eight touchdowns, he's only thrown two interceptions on the season. Um he's effective enough as a runner that you have to respect him as a runner. And that's kind of where their offense is. They don't have they don't have a lot in the way of receiving help. Darius Slayton has made plays. Um Kenny Galladay is still there, but he's you know, I think he needs a guy like Matt Stafford to get him going. <coughs> Wandale Robinson is a rookie. And he, you know, he's an interesting player. He's a very short, um, he's a short guy, short arms, but he's explosive as could be. Um, I mean, they have, there's just not a lot in in their passing game that makes you worried with the exception of Daniel Jones extending drives with his feet. And it's not like Justin Fields extending drives where he's going to run for 70 and score. It's more he's going to break contain and get, you know, eight or ten yards and extend, you know, what was a third and seven or eight, it's going to be a first down, and that's really hard to recover from if you put a, an offense into a bad down a distance and then and then give up a first down like that. So, it's demoralizing. Um, so, uh, on the edges, I think we'll see, uh, Andrew Thomas is the second-year player out of Georgia. He looks to be kind of rounding into a pretty good tackle. Um... Evan Neal, I believe, practiced today. I think he'll be back this week. I think don't quote, don't hold me to that. It'll that'll be interesting to see what happens between Evan Neal and the Lions' edge rushers. So, what kind of a day does Aiden Hutchinson have against the against the Giants? Um, he looked good last week. So, um, some of what we talked about last week about being disciplined in your rush lanes and not getting and not widening. And not getting too far up the field applies here as well. Um, because Jones is sneaky, uh, elusive, and he, and he will make you pay if you, if you give him running lanes. Um, he's done a great job of taking care of the football, which is something that, I, I, you know, was it was a knock since he came into the NFL. He's, he's had some issues. But it's no surprise that they're a really good team running the ball. And they're not turning over the football And they're winning games, and that's kind of how they're doing it. So um, the Lions' defense obviously needs to, you know, you you need to see um, pressure, discipline, um, some of the same stuff we talked about last week, running to the football, rallying, uh, and, and then big plays here and there, like, you know, it would be a great op- time for the Lions to pressure Jones and force him to make some of these throws that he's made in the past, where you just wonder, like, what do you what do you seeing there? Because you know that's an easy turnover. He hasn't done that this year, but um, that's kind of what you hope is that you, you hope that you can you can force you know Daniel Jones into making some bad decisions. Uh, but in the end, it's going to be a, about. Stopping Saquon Barkley first and foremost, and then everything else sort of plays from there. So um, they're going to need a good game from Ali McNeil. You're going to need a really good game from Hutchinson, and the, you know uh, the other defensive ends. Um, the linebackers are going to have to take really good angles to the ball this week. Uh, it'd be nice to have Malcolm Rodriguez back because uh, of the athleticism, and just the ability to run. Uh, so that's kind of where it is. It's um there isn't you know there there isn't a scenario that's that's terrifying like last week with Fields. Um it's just the general tone of the Giants are able to extend drives either by you know Saquon Barkley Barkley doing his magic stuff or Jones running and and just extending drives and it's you know um so we'll see. We'll we'll see how uh, the Lions what what the Lions approach is there. Um again, the Giants don't have a lot in the way of uh receiving weapons, but that doesn't mean that they're completely incapable of throwing the ball. Uh so, you know, Lions are going to have to do a good job in the back end and and sort of, you know, this is it's a little bit of the joke earlier about just doing your job. And yeah, uh, Barkley might be the primary option for for the Giants, but they still have to cover. So, uh, you know, they're going to have to play a complete game, a 60-minute game, um, summarizing just uh, on offense being more efficient in the red zone and scoring when given those opportunities to score, scoring touchdowns, and then trying to stop uh, the Giants from getting Barkley going and stop, uh, you know, the big plays uh, running the ball, and that's kind of where where the matchup is gonna is gonna um, that's that's how it's gonna get decided this week. So um, that's this week's uh, preview. Um, tough game, tough matchup on the road in New York. Um, could see could potentially see some weather as a factor here. Uh, again, this is a tough matchup. This would be a, but it'd be a huge win for the Lions to come out of this game uh, with a win here um, and just you know, get things moving in a, in a more positive direction than we've seen in a while. So that's the that's this week's preview. Um you guys have a great weekend. Uh let's uh let's hope that next week we're talking about another win. See you guys. Let's bring it in here together. Woo! Let's 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 Lions on three one two three <laughs>